0: The Colorado Avalanche are back in action tonight against the St. Louis Blues to try to get back in the win column following two losses. Will they have to do without Bo Byram and or Kale McCarr for this game? Maybe. We'll talk about that and a lot more today's episode of Locked On Avalanche.
1: Your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: All right, everybody. Welcome to the Locked On Avalanche Podcast. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. There we go. I'm your host, Chris Maselli. With me as always, Mr. Shaggy Von Doom kyle sullivan thank you for tuning in making it your first listen of the day always appreciated make sure to follow us on our social media outlets lopn underscore avalanche on twitter x locked on avalanche on instagram questions comments concerns and opinions locked on avalanche at gmail.com and follow us on youtube over on youtube hit subscribe get notified when a new show goes live and make sure to subscribe to our subtext link to that is in the show notes below when you do we chat with Kyle and I one-on-one and become one of our special insiders and we will get predictions from our subtext people a little bit later uh want to thank coach beard and Batman for holding down the fort yesterday I thought they did an okay job
1: yeah that Batman guy's coming for my job
0: I know uh, yeah I mean and who am I to say no
1: <laughs> it's got star know. power I mean come
0: on now uh throw me in uh throw me at what's the prison
1: oh what Arkham argument yeah. i mean, Arkham Arkham. Might
0: say no I don't, want to, I don't want to spend time there um <clears throat> all right let's jump into some stuff here kyle because uh it was kind of a busy day for an off yeah. day for the abs and <clears throat> like we said following the game um against uh buffalo where kale mccarr slammed into the boards we all know what happened he came back but we were saying a lot of people were saying like okay like it's good that he came back but now we have a couple of days off, and do things start tightening up? Seems like they might have, because uh, not only was he not at practice on Tuesday, neither was Bo Byram, and I don't know what's up with that. Um, and Jared Bednar did you know press conference after practice, and his comment was kind of odd. He was like, "They're both they're both hurting a little bit." He goes, but I expect at least one of them to play, is the quote. To which I'm like, Jared, like I love Bo Byram, but that's a big, you know, at least one of them. We need to know which one because it's kind of a big deal if it's Kale McCarr or Bo Byram who can't go. So, either way, like they're both hurting. We know why Kale McCarr is hurting. Don't really know why Bo Byram is. I didn't really see anything, but go ahead.
1: Yeah, especially with Bo Byron and his injury history when nothing happens and then his absence on the practice ice, you're you're very you're already conspiracy so, theory. So, so you're true. very just piecing things together. And then for Bednar to say at least one of them, the positive <laughs> spin on this, you're like, so you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> but, and then But then you're like, who? Yeah, there's one player that we all as a collective body of Avalanche fans saw one run into the boards, and boy, we'd love to see him back. He came back to the game, and we talked on yesterday's episode in the leftovers. Like he locked the most minutes on the team, yeah. So maybe him, but I, but I, he said at minimum, I, so uh-huh. we could get both, and then right we're losing sleep over nothing, and I could pluck the gray hair from my beard, but <laughs> you you're after what you saw with Cale McCarr hitting the boards, it's a concern, and especially with how slow he got up. Everybody's automatically thinking the leg, but Cale also has a little bit of concussion history. So with him getting up slow and going in and out of the locker room on the bench, yeah, maybe that's going on there. And with Cale and Bo both fighting something, we're in mid-season form, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I, I,
0: it could be anything for Kale McCarr. The way yeah. that he went into the boards, you're right. It could be anything from the head down to the ankle. <clears throat> um, and and that, I mean, you would have to think it, it's Kale McCarr that he's talking about might be out. Right? You you would have to think that. The way that that happened, you saw it. It was it, right in front of your face. You saw it. The Bo Byron might just be he tweaked something, and just needed a couple days so you would have to think that comment about at least one of them will play you would have to think that is is bo byron we we will see but um i kind of want to know if it is kale can we get that day to day week to week like how long will he be out for just a game to give him some time clearly we don't know and and <clears throat> if it is him we should get that eventually but i i just the way that it went down what you saw and what you didn't see between Kale McCarr and Bo Byram, you would have to think
1: Makar. If one of those is going to miss time, it's going to be him. We'll see. And see, and you you bring up something interesting. Like what if it's Kale that comes back to play and it's Bo's, that's the one missing. Then it's weird. Then, then, then you're really scratching your head on, because if it's one of the Kale or Bo that comes back, there's going to be serious concerns and question marks around the health of the one who's not. So it's definitely something you're going to want to be circling and keeping an eye on going into this yeah. game tonight. Maybe it's both and maybe it's neither. So it's, it's very well, concerning because we know the why with McCarr. We
0: just yes. don't know the why with Bo. Um, they did make a couple roster changes. Uh, Riley Tufte gets brought up. So does Caleb Jones. Um and very interesting line combinations while at practice. Um, Evan Raw put these up on X. <clears throat> I don't know if I should just I, I just want to say Twitter X all that's no, keep saying X and I'm, I'll keep doing the Wolverine. I know, man. I don't know. Anyway, X um, movie poster <laughs> on that social media that's drowning. Um it, it's so these were the lines <clears throat> Lekinen, McKinnon, and Rantinen. Okay. You had Tufty on the second line. We had Ryan Johansson and Uh, You had um, Miles Wood, Ross Colton, and Logan O'Connor gets bumped up to the third line, and then your fourth line was a collection of players: uh, Jonathan Drewen, Andrew Cagliano, Tomas Tatar, Frederick Olofsson, Curtis McDermott. We're all on, you know, taking turns in the fourth line. If that holds true, that's a big shakeup. You 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 have now not only is Riley Tufty uh in action, he's on the second line. And look at that line, dude. Riley Tufty, Ryan Johansson, Val That is those are redwood trees on that second line. That's gonna be a t- I like it. I maybe not forever, but I want to see what that line does. I mean, I think the average height there has got to be six foot nine or something like that. Those guys are <laughs> tall. I love it. You, and when- I Just want to get this in too. Jonathan Druin has gone from starting the season on the first line, and if this holds true, he's playing this game on the fourth line. Things are not huh. going well in Jonathan
1: Drewen world. Stop me if you've heard this story before on the Colorado Avalanche. Mm. It's this feels very new hooky. Sure. It it, it has a yeah. lot of new hook, it has a very <laughs> new hooky feel to it. So that's an interesting little wrinkle to keep an eye on throughout the game, and yeah, go ahead. And that second line, I when you're reading That's it fun. out, I, I it you have Ryan Johansson, the veteran, and you have Nachushkin. He's he's got some veteran, but he's sure. he's kind of like that that middle of the road guy. You got Tufty really trying to make a name for himself. He has one career goal, like mm-hmm. that could be some magic in that second line. I like it. I really hope it holds true uh,
0: for tonight because that would be fun. Um, And and Tatar. Tatar is is on, for this practice, was on the fourth line. And he's another guy who's gone from the third line, who that third line was doing very well Mm -hmm. between Wood, Colton, and him. He had the Drew N stuff, so he got bumped up to the top line. Seemed like he was doing pretty well up there but now he's being dropped down to the fourth line. I don't know how much of that is just trying things out because I don't yeah. think Tomas Tatar has really done anything horribly wrong to be demoted that far into the fourth line. I think it's just putting him there to – which is odd because you could argue our best line so far this, this year has been that fourth line of uh, Cagliano, O'Connor, um, and Olafson. So to break that up – is a little bit, I don't know, but you're, you know, bringing O'Connor up. He's been playing very well. And maybe just putting, maybe that fourth line of Drew N, Cogliano, and well, Tatar. But then what do you do with Olafson?
1: You know, I
0: don't know, man. Like that, I, wow.
1: I like Tatar and Cogliano together. I really want to see what you can make with that. And honestly, if that's where you're going to put Drew in, that yeah. might work. Like you have, could, you have two, yeah. some stuff. Stalwart vets right there. And then you have Druin. You're can you're gonna learn something with Tatar and Cogliano. Mm. Hearing those lines, all the extras. Let's not even talk about McDermott right now. Like that was just cute. That's a he's he's clocking in, clocking out. <clears throat> yeah. But those those lines, I really am excited to see what they especially coming off two shutouts. This team is kind of mad. They're back home i'm really excited what you could get from these lines
0: i don't like i, I like, you, like you just said like i want to see what they can do because i like the players the avalanche have on this roster yeah and i think what Jared bednar is doing is just trying to figure out where it works well he probably didn't want to break up that fourth line but the other lines aren't really doing what they're supposed to be doing the past couple games so you have to break it up to try to catch lightning in a bottle and and you know just shake things up i get it I get it. So yeah, I think Wood, Colton, and O'Connor, those guys are, are those are gonna be workhorses. Yeah. That's gonna be a tough line to play against. The Tufty Johansson and achuskin that's gonna be a tough line to play against. And obviously, you have Luckin and McKay. Like, so you like on paper what the these lines look like. <clears throat> just got to turn around on the ice. You can only do so much on paper, but you gotta do, you know, you, you gotta just come through when the game starts. And then we'll we'll see with Caleb Jones um you know he probably will be on on a third pairing um we'll see with who i mean you would say jack johnson that's not the who i would love to put him with but hey we'll we'll see how that goes too and maybe he doesn't even play maybe mcdermott goes down to the third pairing as well on defense even though they said they weren't going to do that this year it'll be fun it'll be fun to see you know we got changes already and i think they're necessary because yeah you play you got shut out two games in a row changes are going to happen we'll also see what happens in goal um i, I would think georgiev gets a, a a mental break i don't think he's tired at all i think maybe he gets a, a mental break right now cuz vegas is waiting right isn't that the next
1: game you get yeah st louis tonight and then you have yeah. vegas coming up on oh, right. yeah saturday all right uh keys to the game uh we will bring that up
0: some uh some very basic ones And there's also some interesting ones too. So we will get to that next. We have Indeed today. And when you are drafting your fantasy team, do you ever wish you could do the same thing with your business team? If you're building a roster to win the league, then you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. And don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can do it all with Indeed. Find top talent fast with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like Indeed instant match assessments and virtual interviews. And if you hate waiting, then Indeed's U.S. data shows that over 80% of Indeed employers find quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match their job description the moment that they sponsor a job. And Indeed knows that when you're doing everything for your company, you can't afford to overspend On hiring. So visit indeed.com slash locked on to start hiring now. Just go to indeed.com slash locked on, indeed.com slash locked on. Terms and conditions apply, cost per application pricing not available for everyone. If you need to hire, then you need indeed. Thank you again for everybody for making this your first listen of the day. That is always appreciated. I want to say that as many times as possible. And tomorrow, A former Av has uh, hung up the skates. Kyle Sullivan, and this one, this one, it's weird. Like, what do you think of? Uh, 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 why am I blanking on his name right now? I can't, Paul? Uh, Paul Paul says yeah, Geez, I'm, I'm thinking of the dad. Uh, Paul says Yeah, calls it calls it a career, um, and he. W- we'll get into it tomorrow, but um, just I guess, couldn't find a, a team to latch on with, so he said, "Hey, I've been in the league for I think 17 years." so enough's enough so uh, we'll get into that tomorrow so definitely tune in tomorrow uh, when we talk about the great curve Paul Stasny not Peter Stasny although he was great too Um, all right so let's get into some keys of the game for tonight's game uh, against Buffalo if you're watching over on YouTube there they are number one can't put it any simpler than that one word score you got to score some goals here. Enough is enough. Get back to doing what you do well. Maybe it's a good opponent to have right now when you're in a little bit of a funk and a scoring drought. Um, because I'll jump down to number three here. Uh, the The St. Louis Blues, they give up goals, but they don't score them either. The yeah. only team with fewer goals in the league than St. Louis is San Jose. So that doesn't really count. So you could say St. Louis has the fewest <laughs> goals scored when San Jose is just a dumpster fire right now. Um, and then are going into the middle one, you have to stop turning the puck over. The Avalanche and and you know their, their puck possession has been pretty atrocious, especially in the defensive zone. They are turning the puck over left and right, giving the opposition multiple golden opportunities, which is why a lot of this is not on Georgiev yeah um so those are the three things we got score don't turn the puck over in defensive zone and defensive pressure because um they can't score goals
1: you know and that number one key to the game uh, a wise man once said the one who has the most goals at the end of the game wins (laughs) and i think that's something the avalanche have forgotten Um, We just talked in that first segment about how fun it is to put these lines together on paper and dream about the potential. Hmm. It's it's really hard to not score. The Avalanche has done it twice in the last two games with these lines. Back at home against division rival, the scoring was not you don't need to just get one. You need to pour it on you need right. to go for revenge and honestly where the blues are sitting they're three three and one at time of recording they have a weird like they'll win a game and lose six four to arizona they're a very odd team and like chris mentioned they're not really good at scoring so this is pumped and primed for the avalanche to come back and go roaring into that vegas game but they have to get the first one that yeah. If you get one, you're doing better than the last two games, and you build on that.
0: No, I love what you say there about you know this can't be uh, a one to nothing.
1: Yeah, and, and while you you froze up just for a little bit, like it would make it even sweeter if this is a Jordan Bennington game goalie situation hmm. where you don't just get the one, you get it on him, and then he gets emotional. <laughs> And then the crowd gets into it and then it just becomes like a whole vibe. That's what the avalanche really need right now. They need to get back into believing because Katie Goss, he was, she was interviewing Miko Rantanen and you could hear the frustration and we all can't score at the same time. And it's frustrating. You could hear Miko talking about how it's just aggravating that they can't figure it out. They, this is about a year and a half removed from a cup. Mm -hmm. They know what to do. This is, the perfect situation for them to all figure it out together and get somebody we'd love to score on. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah. What I was saying before it froze was, I, I agree with you.
0: Like the, the, you don't want a one, nothing game. I don't think it'll be a one, nothing game, <clears throat> especially if Georgiev is not playing. Um, and you would think Prasvatov is going to be in there. We don't know what the heck we're going to get from him. Yeah. So not only do you, if, if he is the starting goalie, you got to give him, <clears throat> you got to get, you know, pad this score here. So, He's not responsible for winning this game for you. You yeah. can't put that on him right now if he is starting, obviously. Even if it's Georgiev, you want to give, you know, give give that guy a break. Play better in front of him. And that's why I put stop turning the puck over. But yeah, you want to to hang, why not hang five on them? Why not hang six on them? Because uh, because they give that much up. And if they're going to give it to you, the avalanche are a team that can take it. And, you know, they're, they're, they have to be angry. They have to be angry. They haven't played well the last couple of games. This is a team that is an offensive powerhouse. And you've been shut out twice. You, you want, and even though if you do go score five and six, people will be like, it's the Blues. Yeah. And I get that part of it. But mentally, it just gets you back into, cause yeah, it's the Blues, but it's Jordan Binnington, who is, I know we love to rag on the guy. He's a decent goalie. So it, it it's it's fun to see him melt down, which I would love to happen tonight. And the way that they do that is to hang a five spot or six spot on him. So I, I think I think the Avs just get back on track. They're too good to have you know multiple games, three, four, five games in a row like that, where they're not scoring at least. But man, if if this if this is one of those games that start. And like in the first like two shifts of the game, St. Louis gets a goal. This is where, like as, not on the ice, the players just get back to work. But from the fan base perspective, it's like you throw your hands up and like, come on, guys. What is going on? You don't want that.
1: Now, the first goal of this game needs to be a power play. You want to talk about a collective sigh of relief from everyone wearing burgundy and blue? You're not if you not only just get one on the board, but it's a power play, two birds, one stone. The Avalanche are back. They they need power. They, <clears throat> I hate to say, like, you got to get all this stuff back
0: in one game, <clears throat> but it would be nice. This is a, the perfect opponent to write to the ship in many fronts. Just scoring goals is one of them. Power play goals is another one. And then the keys of the game that we have there. So we'll see how this thing goes. Um, I'm, I'm, but I am feeling pretty good. I'm feeling pretty good about how this game will go. How the subtext people are feeling. We will get to that next, sir. We are going to hear from Sleeper. Kyle, is there a better app out there for daily fantasy sports than Sleeper? Not a single one. I promise you that. A new NHL season brings all sorts of possibilities. Could Kale McCarr get 100 points? Could Miko Rantanen get 60 goals? Could the Colorado Avalanche hoist the Stanley Cup yet again? And you could win big by playing Daily Fantasy Hockey on Sleeper, the official Daily Fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. And Sleeper is our number one choice for Daily Fantasy sports and especially Daily Fantasy hockey because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in Daily Fantasy hockey contests. Who we liking for this game, Kyle, and uh, against St. Louis? I know we mentioned it the other day, but has it changed at all?
1: No, I'm feeling Miles Wood. And you know what? To piggyback on that one, let's say Ryan Johansson. Throw him uh, on there on the power play. If that second line holds true,
0: play that whole second line. Ooh, yeah. Why not? That's going to be fun. Uh, all you have to do is pick whether studs like Kale McCarr, who's not going to be there. We think. We think. Or Nathan McKinnon will record more or less than their sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, and more in a given game. And to win a 100-times bet on Sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight-player stats. And you can win 100-times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with Sleeper. So start paying attention and nail your picks so you can start winning big. Use the promo code NHL and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That code is LOCKEDONNHL. See Sleeper terms of use for details and low cat locational oh, availability two out of three ain't bad <laughs> um all right so predictions for tonight sir what, what are you thinking what, what's your what's the final score here who do you think is going to get on the board what's your vibe for this game
1: uh every time i say this everybody is quick to jump on me in youtube comments but this has a eight to two feel
0: eight goal. You're, you're predicting eight goals. Holy
1: St. Louis blues division game ball arena, a very angry Colorado avalanche team that already is getting this whiff flying by their ear of this injury bug. Mm-hmm. And last year starting to creep back in a little bit. And this team is built to not replicate last year. They're mad. They're angry. And they, they, they want to stop this back to back shutouts. It's embarrassing. They want to get things right against St. Yeah. Louis.
0: I I you know, I think the home going back home is is big right now. Yeah. You need it. You haven't played a lot of games at home. You got eight games and you have played two at home. So getting back there, and we've talked about how going on the road is sometimes good for you. Sometimes it's too much. And <laughs> right now it's been a lot for the ass. Yeah. So I think going home, feeding off of that fan base. Um yeah, I, I feel I feel good about this one. I can't predict eight goals. That's tough, too. <clears throat> I, lo- I love it. I love I, lo- <laughs> but I can't go there. Do I think they could hang five on them? I said it before. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I'm thinking like a five-to-one game here for that same reason, because they're angry, because they got shut out twice, and they don't want to just score one or two and just say, like, okay, well, we broke that. <laughs> we can at least say we scored a couple goals. They want to get on the board early, often, and then have this thing be no doubt about it when you start the third, and maybe it's five to nothing to start the third. That's what I would love. And then you give one up because you just took the foot off the brake a little bit. So that's what I'm going with. Um, over on subtext, Madam <clears throat> Battleax says, "Good afternoon, gents. My score prediction will be three to one. Abs. They're at home, uh, hoping that the last two games of frustration will come out and they will start writing the ship." Uh she's looking at Juskin. Want him to start doing what he does. She feels like he's been a little bit too silent and he needs to wake up. Uh, maybe on the stat sheet, not a little bit, but Juskin's uh, playing fine. He's a he's, he's, fine. A, he's a trick. <laughs> uh <laughs> watch yesterday's episode. He's a <laughs> trick. watch that one? Yeah. Um I do believe this will be a great game for many reasons, but I know the Az will do this one right. Happy Halloween and she was the one who hands out tequila shots, so she says she has two shots waiting for uh for us. I'll be there. Is it us or is it Coach Beard and Batman? I don't know. I'll, I'll take it on behalf of Batman. <laughs> <laughs> You'll accept that award on behalf of Batman. Uh, Easton says four to two abs, and he predicts goals come from four different people. Uh, Colton, Nuke, Mac, and Miko. So a couple from the top line. Again, if those lines are true. couple from the top line, one from the second line, one from the third line, which would be great. Get I everybody like... involved here. Get everybody involved here. What do you? I mean, Ross Colton's—he's been doing okay, but you want to see—that's a guy. I don't feel like yesterday you could have listed him as like you know trick, but um, he—he, he, yeah. he, I think he
1: could. This is a game that he could really kind of set the tone for his line. <laughs> he's neither trick or treat. He is a double bubble where you're like, okay, this is fine. He's a good and plenty. Yeah, you're just like, "Oh, okay." Sure. <laughs> oh, oh, you
0: hand those out. <clears throat> um Vargar 4 to 3 abs. Uh I think Colorado has big push to start the game, maybe 3-0 after the first, would love that. Um and then the Blues come back, but the abs win it in overtime. He says this thing's going OT, looking for a sloppy game um with a lot of penalties. God, I hope not. Um I I mean, but yes penalty kill has been great um i think miko is the first star with a couple of goals uh it's just so hard to predict because they just called up jones like we said and that makes me wonder if Makar is playing yeah man uh I, even even without Makar, you really should be handling the blues
1: even without him no you're you're looking skyward i i am with the caleb jones if if you're losing Kale, would you not bring in somebody with a little bit more experience with the Avalanche system? Um, not necessarily. I mean, why? Like, what's, what's your... I, I, <laughs> I, when I was hearing that, mm-hmm. when Varga was talking about bringing up Kale Jones, this mm-hmm. doesn't really feel like somebody you would bring up to replace what you're losing in a Cale McCar like if this is a you can't, arm, you, can't do that. you can't do yeah that. like even if you're shifting up, why yeah. is Caleb the one you're bringing up um I, I mean
0: you traded for him for a reason I think you have I think he's got a future here I really think he does and and you're gonna start him on on the third pairing let's get real here right but no like you can't replace Kale McCar wouldn't matter who you yeah he's not taking his place no, right he's not going um, automatically first pairing no no no. But even bumping everybody up, um, whether that is Sam Gerard or well, maybe it may is Bo Byron, we don't know. Um, if if Bo doesn't play, it's probably gonna be Sam Gerard <clears throat> You got Sam Gerard and and uh Devontes as your top pairing, right? Who am I who am I missing here? I, I don't think it's gonna be Manson. Um I, you, you don't really have a lot of choices for, for defense. You got Curtis McDermott, but He's not going to be on that topic. Like, that's what happens when you lose a guy like Cam McCarr. So, if you lose Cam McCarr and Bo Byron, I mean, you have no choice. Like, he, Caleb Jones is playing. He's going to be on that third pairing, and he's got to get some work in sooner or later. Uh, I, you know, he, he played a ton for the Blackhawks in an elevated role, which he shouldn't have been playing. So, uh, you know, uh, getting him back to where he, he should be on a, on a third pairing, especially on this Avs team, I kind of like it. I like it. It's interesting. I'm yeah.
1: so... It, it, it got me. Th- it. it just got me thinking. Like, who is Caleb learning from, and where where is he going in these pairings? Uh, right now, it's third,
0: third, and we'll see how he does. But I want to know who he's playing with because I just don't yeah. like him with with Jack Johnson. I'd much rather with like Josh Manson. As poor as Manson's <laughs> playing, I'd much rather him with Josh Manson.
1: I feel like JJ would just be like, "Look how fast I could ski." <laughs> Watch these
0: slick deep moves that I had that I did in the preseason. <laughs> Look at I learned.
1: I'm gonna show you my
0: mixtape. Um, all right, that is gonna wrap it up for today, everybody. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Making it your first listen of the day. We will be back tomorrow. To break this whole thing down. Hopefully, it goes the way of the abs. So until tomorrow, he is Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. I am Chris Maselli. This is the Locked On Avalanche Podcast. Thanks for tuning in, and we will see you tomorrow. EBS oh, Go. Go.